tunes play a tune and then we'll chop it up sorry i pushed it back uh every morning 8 a.m meetings till 8 p.m meetings with spaces and recording and three hours of sleep and doing this for the community you know what i'm saying <clears throat> doing this for the community and it's equally if not more important than anything else believe that Believe that. Fuck it, let's get amped. We're playing Taylor Swift. She has some DMs right now, too. Yee -yee. <clears throat> Are you ready for it, Web3?
Joe Ryan, everyone. Ooh, he's got a show coming up in Chicago for holders, I believe. Sorry, I'm so loud already, and it's early, but GM, GM, I'm going to be quiet for a few minutes at Maxwell, but I just wanted to say hi because I'm not in a place where I can talk for about five, ten minutes, but like... Oh, I'm going to play some new to that. Real quick. I'm yeah. sorry, am I rugging? No, no, no. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can hear you, no, but I, I just wanted to say like, I was looking forward to this morning because I was like, God damn it, I'm going to get up, I'm going to show up to Maxwell's room. And I'm gonna represent, motherfucker. Okay, okay. Now I'm gonna shut up for a few minutes because I really do have to do something for a few minutes. But then I'll be back to be active in the conversation. And good no, morning, Joe. No worries. I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, in honor of Joe's show, cue up another, uh, cue up another song. It's been a light space week. I mean, we've been going up in numbers every week, and then this week, what is it? It's only Wednesday though. Uh, it felt like a light, light week. It's kind of weird. I don't know if it's Halloween or what, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's not just you. Like my spaces on Monday nights that I host, it had the least listeners that I've ever had. It's <laughs> okay, so weird. Set up for real. Yeah. I mean, every week we've been going up, like getting like, you know, between like 60 to 100 listens, you know, just steadily increasing. And then this week is like definitely feels down with at least who's like present in the room. You know what I mean? I don't. It's so volatile like that, and you just gotta like keep doing it every time. But I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm too fucking tired to talk. <laughs> and I'm here every day, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm gonna play a Joe song. Joe, I'm pin your show up top. Tell us about the show, you can come up. If not, we're just gonna, we'll let it ride. Uh, where are we at? Oh, also, Sounds like, Joe, you got something uh, going on with OpenSea. That does not sound okay. Uh, hopefully you get it resolved soon. I forgot that I saw that on my timeline. Is it called? Yeah, it's, it's timeline, right? Yeah, something like that. That's not okay they gotta get it resolved i've talked to other artists that's happened to hopefully it's a glitch if not uh-oh <laughs> uh i'm gonna love you joe ryan you're gonna love his music
Midwest boy, Joe. I'm a boy from the dirty south. I sure would like to get to know you, but I'm really kind of shy. Maybe if I had a lucky charm, I could rub it real right. Damn right. You look so sad like you lost yourself. It's buried deep inside. How could a pretty girl like yourself be treated so unkind? Maybe if I had a lucky star. Throwing through the sky, we could stumble together out of the corner town tonight. You don't even know my name, I could be a creeper in disguise. We could stumble together out of the corner town tonight. took 
perfect chance and I bought you a drink You smiled and said hello I wanted to say hi a bunch of times But I, I really didn't know Maybe we could go to that little place Sit down and get a bite We could stumble together Out of the corner town
picks up, find a note it read. By the time you read this, we'll be far away. So go and drink yourself away. Find another girl for your Saturday. I got the junior and I got the baby. We'll be at my mom's. You can send a check. Don't want to see your face again. Find another girl for your Saturdays. She don't know why she got herself into. everybody metal arc how you looking what up out of body metal arc, i would play one of your songs real quick while you're still working on some stuff i think i got it in my dms twitter pulling up Play a metal arc song real quick. I think it's on object. Yep. There we go. Boom. Your magic comes directly from the light. His purest flowers growing in the sun. Your smile illuminates all of the skies You're everywhere I look, my dearest one In every bud, in every tree In every breath I draw that moves through me You're beautiful, you're beautiful My butterfly that flutters on my cheek you're beautiful, you're beautiful I'm overwhelmed sometimes and I can't speak You are the music of the sunrise Your kisses turn champagne sweet on my lips Oh, I visit worlds beyond this in your eyes Together we walk through them in such bliss the living dream you gave to me completes my brief, unique infinity. You're beautiful, you're beautiful. My butterfly that butters on my cheek. You're beautiful, you're beautiful. I'm overwhelmed sometimes and I can't speak. My heart was lost in the forest Beautiful Then you took my hand And then my heart back in my chest Now I can feel again I feel again mm. 
so clean out of body what's up brother i saw that you sold the uh sold the one of one over the weekend hell yeah let's go <laughs> thank you right i was very happy about that that all like happened like like on the last second too um my wife she got on some spaces and we're we hadn't gotten we had gotten one more bid like right at the last minute, we're like, "Whoa, that's awesome!" And then freaking my wife, she was on uh, a spaces, and she was even thinking about getting off. She's like, "Cause there, she was waiting to talk and you know tell everyone about it type of thing." And I was like, "No, just stay on. It's okay. Even if it's like even afterwards, you know, at least somebody like we shared the music, you know, whatever. And plus, you've been waiting, so just you know, why not just you know do the thing and." She said, okay. So she literally had like three minutes left at the auction and she, uh, they called on her to talk and she's like, oh, I have this uh, thing. And uh, she gave a, like a presentation about it and, and told them about the animation. And they're like, oh, is that what you're talking about? The pen tweet? And she said, yep. And sure enough, they sent it out to like a bunch of different people and uh, uh, Snake Atoshi uh, ended up seeing it and he at the last minute swooped it up and, and grabbed it yeah, and put up the bid and everything so that all happened like like within the last two three minutes of the bid so that was a cool surprise um, but yeah so freaking stoked about that and got sold out and everything uh, but I also just wanted to, to say you know that had to just jump up and once I because I, I heard uh, Meadowlark songs uh earlier my wife she was uh scrolling through twitter and she said this is metal arc i was like whoa it was very beautiful and then just now when you said that she was going to be singing i had to hear that and it's a different song too and i really enjoyed this one. Oh my gosh i enjoyed both of them i just th those are like you said incredible productions and i loved all the and it's very nice and really beautiful voice and i love the song the feel of the song was so right and just so like bright and uplifting i love that whistle <laughs> and the guitarist were right on point i love that they had just they didn't take away from anything that you were doing it was just perfectly assisting you and and bringing that you're doing doing your voice justice and giving that nice background just enough variation it was really beautiful and uh yeah, I loved uh, everything. The, the whistle was such a great little surprise. And then you guys getting together at the end with the whistle and the singing, that was super cool. Um, so, yeah, super awesome. Just wanted to show some love and, yeah, just uh, super cool. Yeah, dude, she's uh, she's she's totally goaded. I haven't heard her other song. I think that's the only one I've seen. Or, or yeah, it was a ha Halloween one. Uh, she's uh, something about that she was singing for Halloween or something, it, it, <laughs> but it was really good. That was awesome. <laughs> really good singing. Um, beautiful vocals. And then this is just, that was an awesome song. I love that. I love that whole kind of feel. I, I really enjoy gypsy jazz and, and hot club uh, music. It's just, 
it always puts me in such a good mood and that just really put me in that type of feel too. Um, yeah, super awesome. Yeah, it definitely puts you in a good mood. It's so relaxing too. Different than uh, EDM, which gets you like, get your blood pumping, ready to work out and fight something. <laughs> I don't know about fight something, but it definitely gets that blood going. <laughs> so Snake Toshi, dude, that's crazy. So that happened to me when I did a one-of-one auction is you get that action last minute. You know, it, it it's always like nice when you see your people are getting action like the whole time that goes crazy last minute. But at the end of the day, like it's still better. Like if you get any action like that last minute, that's fucking dope. Like people are watching. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's exactly what I felt like that. That it was like because we had gotten like uh, four bids throughout the week. Um, we're super stoked about that. But then there was like about at towards the end, it just kind of went dead. And, um, but then, like I said, last minute, it, <laughs> when people started putting up the bids, it just, yeah, like you said, it felt like people were paying attention and were waiting on that last minute, kind of like when you're on eBay and you want to just get that piece at the last minute, you, that's when you really do it. It just felt really cool that people, I was on people's watch list. Um, I even had a couple of, uh, collectors come up to me afterwards and say that they they had missed it that they were going to do that too so i was like oh wow <laughs> so that was uh, it it was really nice it felt really great yeah i'm sorry I'm, I, I'm able to speak again is it okay if i just speak on behalf of polar reflections um you guys are so revolutionary i pinned your stuff to the top in another chat uh another spaces that i was in with a girl who performs at art basel um, and I'm happy to DM you guys actually, yeah, her link and everything. Um, because I said, you guys, you need to follow the, the format that Adabody and Denise are doing. <laughs> I, I, I love what you guys are doing so much right now. Okay. I need to shut up. Otherwise I'm just going to be like, oh my God, Adabody, Denise, they're so amazing. Blah, 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 blah. And you guys are going to be like, oh my God, she's psycho. <laughs> never oh my goodness thank you so much we really appreciate that oh my gosh yes i would love to connect with her and i appreciate you just sending the love and I, oh my gosh no not at all i feel completely yeah i'm just so honored to, that you would feel that way at all and shoot for sure i would love to hook up with anybody and get together and connect and for sure no thanks so much yeah metal arc uh Actually, I mean, I mean, some of you guys probably know her anyways. Um, I think she's a good person to know in the community. Um, you, do you guys all know Eunice? Eunice Music? Anybody? Oh, no! This is bad. This is bad. And I was like... I, I, might, I might know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you, 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 you deserve all the love. And Maxwell, uh, I've been digging into some of your stuff. It's very, very different. But I'm going to have to watch more of it in detail i mean like it's 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 kind of smooth and sexy vibes like you on the beach and everything so anyhow what no i mean come on you know okay okay i love that which which one are you talking like care no more oh my god <laughs> is, is that the smooth, sexy one <laughs> uh also 
Am I rugging? Oh, are you rugging rugging. again? I'm gonna leave and come back. Sorry, guys. I can't hear shit. You? Oh, you can't hear anything. We can hear you, Metal Arc. She's the queen. Oh no! Oh, now I can hear again. But like, I just I rug. I swear to God, I rug more in your. You're the queen of rugs. Fucking else's space. It's so weird. There's two things. First of all, you're the queen of rugs. Secondly, don't call yourself psycho or don't. And I'm rugging again. I'm just gonna leave and come back. Is she not here? Fuck. I think I think she just can't hear you, Max. I think she can hear us, but she can't. Classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear it just fine, at, but yeah, guess you can't. can't Feels like it. my life. No one can hear me weep. <laughs> Metalar, get up here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can. I can hear you now, but it's just okay. like it's, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> I two things. Well, first of all, shit. I don't remember the first thing, but. No calling yourself psycho or self-deprecating about any other stuff. I told you that you have the number one hall pass in my space of saying whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? You're always like, oh, I don't know if I should say that. I'm like, no, Metal Arc, you bring the craziest, most amazing energy and takes, and I always need more of it. So not that everyone doesn't get, like, quote, a hall pass, but you know what I'm saying. Fucking, fucking share and say your shit. <laughs> it makes my day every time. I was going to say, I gave myself that exact hall pass, like, day one in your space. Dude, that's what the community is about. There's a few like that. I, I think Violetta is kind of like that. I know Joe Ryan's like that. Definitely in here. You know what I'm saying? People can just, I just want to hear every take. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to, I'm not always neutral. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, give my opinion you know what i mean i respect when some people are neutral but i also respect when like people are hosting and they like give their take as long, you know, as, long as everyone's respectful like no one gives a shit you know what i mean yeah no i i see what you mean like even if i don't respect someone's take i think sometimes there's a way to bring it up to where you're just asking them to really state what they think and I think there's a way to do that without being like disrespectful. But at a certain point, right, if they're just not getting it and they're being disrespectful to people in the realm, I, I, it's challenging as a host, like how to handle that. I mean, but like Maxwell, you, you always you're, you're a good host. You're a fucking good host. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to be like kind of just like, I don't know, in my head, it's like have it like everyone's best interest in mind or like the majority's best interest in mind, like know your audience and like know what people's best interest is. And half the time that's just the ethos of like believing in what you believe about web three. You know what I mean? And like, don't be a dick. (laughs) It's pretty simple. Like you can cuss and say this and that you can tease, but when people like actually get dickish, I'm like, all right, like chill out. It's always the trolls though. Like those they're, they're so impossible. And then sometimes you get like when it's I, I'm always cool if someone requests and I don't know them. Like I'll usually bring them on stage, especially if they have mutual follows. Um, but sometimes you'll get those trolls, and I'm sure we've all seen like there's a few of them that we know. Um, thankfully, I've forgotten their names, but I'll see it when I see their PFP. Uh, <clears throat> like they'll have mutual follows with all of us, and they come up and they just troll, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is uh, we. We had a really, we had a really good one uh, last week in the uh, Pimp Radio space. Oh my God! I mean, this was good, bro. He had been to this space a number of times, 
we had had him up on stage before, never had an issue. And then he, oh my God. I mean, he got us. He, he got us. He made us believe that he was going to share some music. All right. He was like, oh, I'm just a producer, you know? So like, I, I actually do like lots of remixes of people's songs. He's like, I really wanted to show you guys this remix I did of one of Mela's songs. And then he was like, but I don't really have it ready yet. So come back to me. And we, we circle back to him. He's like, okay, I'm ready, but I'm sort of not ready. Like I'm going to show you the process. And so he literally play, pause, play, pause, play, pause, play, pause, back and forth. And then a fucking fire alarm was going off in the background. And he's just acting like this is just all normal. And like, we actually let it go on. We were, listen, I gotta give, I gotta give us credit. Cause we were really hesitant to shut him down because we were like, oh, maybe he's really just trying to show us this. And like, next time we'll just be more cautious. But then when the fire alarm started going off and we were like, hey, dude, is your fire alarm going off? And he wasn't responding. I was like, oh, this motherfucker is trolling us. Like this guy is up here pretending like he's going to produce something live for us. And he's like, oh, I'm just doing all these cuts and all these edits. But he never played through anything. And I just remembered that it hit a moment where I hit the mute and I was like, nah, dude, I was like, that, this ain't going to happen. We tried and we fucking booted him and I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. And so now I've got a note on our spreadsheet. I'm like, no, nah, if this guy comes back, he ain't coming up. I'm like, sorry. Like we're, we're dude. the nicest people you can come. You can, you can even not be that good at what you do and you have a spot on our stage and, and you can share what you're doing. But if you're going to come up and play games like that, like, nah, you're, you're blacklisted. Dude, that's OD. I haven't heard of one like that with a fire alarm. They, they, they're so creative. Bro, it, like props to trolls. If you listen creative. back, if you listen back to it, it was hysterical because like we were getting comments like, yo, why are you guys letting this go on? And it's such a fine line as like the host and co-host to be like being disrespectful to somebody and like, you know, giving criticism or just like allowing yourself to get trolled. You know, dude, that's the hardest it's, it's part rough out is like, exactly. That's the hardest part. You're like, you have to like dissect if they're trolling half the time. I'll get like a DM from someone I know. They'll be like, yo, I've seen them. They're trolling, <laughs> but it's like, I don't want like to mute them. And then my, my fear is like someone's then going to be like free speech. <laughs> like they just spoke like, why, why are we like claiming free speech here? They can post whatever they want in the comments, but they're disrupting everyone's day. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no one ever is like free speech, but that's my fear. If you literally just kill the vibe, it's like, guys, come on. Like, we're here to make sure everybody has a good time, gets to share their shit. And you're up here just blowing the vibe up all because you want to troll. It. Like, I hate people like that, man. Dude, it's shout just, out just though, to trolls to, a degree, to this degree. They're creative. I mean, I usually like it's always like something different. And I'm like, OK, like, I don't know where y'all are coming up with this shit. You're probably like on some drugs and just getting creative as hell there's this one guy that always comes through like drunk and and i've seen him in a few spaces and he came up with one of mine one time and kirk was like get him off stage <laughs> and it, it was it was bad and then the other like i hate the, when people troll when they're like it happened in here i think you were there fondue uh when they just start trolling politics and i'm like we're not fucking in here talking about politics right now like <laughs> what, the, the only politics quote politics you're allowed to talk about is like crypto fuck yeah <laughs> like give us favor crypto favorable crypto policy uh, after that i'm like don't be a douchebag <laughs> and then you can say what you want but 
if you start doing politics too long, it's like, you know, maybe I'm contradicting myself. Don't say what you want. That's the one thing you can't talk about all the time. Cause Don't say what you like, want. It, like, <laughs> you can text me and openly message me about that, but it's like, I'm try- we're trying to, like, create a not a community where it's like, oh, don't be afraid to like offend someone, but like, <clears throat> that's not the focus. It's not a fucking political space. There's plenty of that. Go to Mario's. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is not a space for fucking politics. Well, but they'll never get on stage there. Right. This is the thing. Like, we're 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 at the level where we we're happy to allow anybody on stage, and we want everybody to be a part of it. So, like. Yeah, I mean, this is their this is their way in. They literally like, oh, they, these guys don't know me. They'll let me on stage, and I'll just go up and and say what I want. And I don't know how they keep finding spaces, truly, because I have a few that I'm like, yo, how do you keep finding spaces to get up on, you know? And and why do I keep letting you up? You know, I'm just like, <laughs> why why do I do this to myself every time, like just for the sake of being nice, you know? Because I it is. It's like for me, it's a thing where I'm like, yo, I want everybody who comes into our spaces to feel like they they have the ability to speak and be a part of it you know i don't i don't care your background i don't care your your level in whatever your craft is like i don't care come and feel like you have a place to share um but yeah it's it is it's just such a fine line man where i'm just like man i maybe i got to be a little less nice like just a tiny bit you know, like one percent less. Dude, and they always all have so many followers. <laughs> like and like the mutual follows where it's like, I don't know where they're coming from, but maybe it's like it's just some people, you know, follow for follow type stuff. And I'm like, I get that. Usually I don't automatically follow for follow. If there's like a ton of mutuals, I'll follow or follow back. If you come in the space and follow, I always like follow back, but I don't know. They always like, they're totally like boosting their accounts, then doing like follow for follow. And then they just come up and like, I've gotten one, I've seen them where like they just sit there and mumble and just say crazy shit. And they just, you know, when they like contradict (laughs) themselves all the time and you're like, oh my God, like what, what is this drug? Like, is this, this is like some fresh crank or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I did the follow for follow thing in the early days when I was trying to like build this account up and it, it was fine for a while. And then my feed ended up filled with a bunch of stuff that I, I don't resonate with. And again, like, listen, be who you are, share what you want. But that doesn't mean that I want it in my feed. And so now like I have like a strict rule of like, OK, if I've spoken to you on a space or if you're on the stage on a space where I'm speaking and you've reacted, you sent me something like, OK. Then I'll then I'll probably insta follow you back without even taking a second look. Um, but I'm I'm just more cautious just because it's like, you know, I, I want everybody to be a part of this, but also like I've got my I've got my limits on on what I'm gonna tolerate in my feed and you know, just for my own mental health, I, I can't handle some of it. And I've had to go back and mute. Like I don't unfollow anybody now. So like I've got a lot of accounts that I've I've been following back that I'm like, oh, this is not stuff I want in my feed, but like they were nice enough to me on stage that day. So like I don't unfollow, but I do hit that Dude, mute button. Fuck yeah, the like, mute I don't is want clutch. any of your crap in my feet. Yeah, I've like you talked know? to Kurt. When he said when he said he was gonna take that away, I was like, yo, I will I will quit Twitter tomorrow if I don't have the ability to mute people from my feed. Like Yeah, did he say like specifically mute or there was like one level below it that he said he was gonna do? Or did he say that and then oh, people it was freaked out and he went as high as blocking. 
He went as high as saying he was going to eliminate the block feature. Well, I'm more okay with eliminating the block feature, but not eliminating the mute. I'm pretty sure. Like when, like on the surface, think about it. You should be able to choose. I don't care what kind of circle you want to live in. I don't care if you want to live in the echo chamber. You should be allowed to live in the echo chamber if you want to. Like, you can't say that this is a platform of freedom and not allow people to freely make the choice to not have certain things in their feed. And like, yes, there are their own problems of living in an echo chamber, you know, so I'm not denying that that's its own issue also. But if we're saying we're purely the platform of freedom, people should have the freedom to live in their fucking echo chamber as well. And, you know, we deal with the consequences of what that is, or we admit that it's not really freedom that we want. And that's a whole different discussion, you know? I knew Fondue would have a take, so I had to tee him up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing about freedom that people, I think, fail to recognize. And, you know, a fucking five-year-old will say this, well, you know, it's my life, and I can do whatever I want. I mean, I work with kids sometimes. And it's like, oh, you're right, sweetheart. You can do whatever you want. But guess what? Every action has a consequence. What kind of consequence do you want? You're free to do it. But then, you know, I mean, but just don't expect that you're necessarily going to get the desired result because you fucking decided you did what the fuck you wanted that day and you knew it wasn't appropriate in the space that you were acting out. 100%. That, see, okay. And, you know, dealing with some of these people are like dealing with children. So I think Metal Lark has the most experience here if she's dealing with children like that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not a parent, but parents are always asking me for, fi- for parenting right. advice. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's a different angle, right? Like, that's, that, you're able to, like, say or handle things differently than maybe some parents would. Maybe, and some parents are maybe, like, a little more afraid to, like, discipline or, like, correct their child, whereas others, like, aren't. And so I bet, like, some of that, like, when you deal with kids, like, is that kind of obvious? This is total tangent, but... Yeah, no, I mean, it it is, but I know we're going off on tangents here, but we're talking about, I mean, it's actually a good topic, you know, handling trolls in spaces or just handling people in spaces that are just like making the room, like making the vibe weird. Um, Because like, God, I, okay, I'm not going to go off on my thing, but like, I think it's important to spend some time, especially with teenagers, you know, and little kids, because, you know, adults are just big kids. And like, and how do I argue with an adult when they're acting like a little shit? Sometimes it's best to ignore and pretend I have a business call. You know, it, it really depends. But other times it's like, no, you're acting like a five-year-old. I'm going to cut you down, motherfucker. And you're going to shut the fuck up. And, you know, and it has worked in my favor sometimes because I can, you know, I, I, the point is not to put them down per se. It's just to put them in their place. And once you put them in their place, you know, they won't fuck with you for a while. And if they try to fuck with you again, then you're going to be like, okay, motherfucker, you're out of line. And you can do it in a way that, and you can do it in a, but it's, it's hard because I mean, there's a fine line between where you're almost, you know, coming down to their level, but you don't want to do that. And I'm not good at it every time, but since I work with kids a lot, snotty kids too, you know, I do have a lot of practice because it's just like when I deal with a snotty adult, it's like, it's really like not different because emotionally that adult is like 10 years old. And it's like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been working with 10 year olds. I know how to deal with you motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Enough yeah, of me and, and no, my soapbox. I do have a serious that's, question. That's a great sorry. point though. Cause like, 
you're not necessarily like representing literally everyone. You're representing the people who are like in the space or like contributors to the space and, or the people who, even if you've never heard from them in the space, but they're showing up and then you have a random troll show up and say, if they're showing up all the time, they probably fuck with the space. And then you have a troll randomly show up and they're like totally throwing it off. Like you're still representing that other person. You know, if you try to please everyone, you please no one. And uh, I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, similarly, I have a question for you guys, and this is a host question. Like, with the trolls, I think it's it's super easy. You, you can block them from the room if you need to. Um, but, like, what do you guys do when you have someone that you told ahead of time, do not fucking make this a shill space? It's not, it's not bad if people want to shill, especially if that's part of the room and the host has allowed it and said, hey, it's fine, and, you know, you can play your song and this and that or whatever, but like, what do you do when you have a guest and like, they're not playing their music per se, but like every answer to every question is, well, you know, my project that I'm building. And how do you deal with that? You promote them to listener. You promote them to listener and you explain it like, right. Like this is the great thing about being a host. You can promote them to listener and then you can explain like, Hey, wouldn't it be demoing you that to listener? <laughs> no, no, no. See, see, you see how bad it sounds to tell somebody that you're demoting right. them. No, no, no. You, you're promoting them. Semantics. Okay, it's all about it's all about perception sure. in their brain, right? Um, no, I think you promote them to listener, and you just remind them, like, yo, I told you not to do this. We'll try it again another time. But you've been promoted to listener for not listening. <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> you know? usually like, give them like two or three minutes because sometimes they bring up. Like if it's like a protocol or something that's actually cool, but you know pretty quickly and I'll give them two or three minutes and then I'll like cut it off. You know what I mean? Because I've definitely stumbled upon something that's actually kind of dope with some people. But usually, you know, when it's a non-shill space, you know, like nine times out of ten, it's some bullshit. And then, yeah, you can uh, promote, demote. You can, I'm going to say demote. We're stirring the pot fondue. <laughs> I'm telling. Well, I'm telling you, you're the the way people react to it. No, I like those semantics for sure. Words matter, man. The pen is the new sword. We're all words matter. The pen is the new sword. I forget what show that's from, but I heard that and I was like, "Damn, lawyers make so much money." <laughs> well, well, thank you, Fondue, for for that very good advice. Um, it was just an awkward situation for me when that happened because it was the it was my fucking co-host that was doing that and you know i looked and i found that he worked for sales for that company and i was like oh shit it just makes me feel sketch about bringing someone up on stage who works in sales for a company because it's like every answer to every question is going to be well you know my company you know and and that's literally what it was but he ended up getting into an argument with one of my other speakers <laughs> we got a lot of listens because of the controversy but like, I don't really necessarily want to have that kind of controversy again. But, you know, even if they're the co-host that night, it doesn't matter. Like, well, that's, I think that's me the a whole different advice. thing. Too, this is your co-host. Like you chose that co-host. You got to be got to be careful who you're giving those powers to. You know, that's uh, the co-host powers are, are, are strong. You can't even mute them. Like, that's the thing. You can promote them to listeners still. But like. That's a different thing because now you've made them, you know, now you've made them somebody important in your space. So you want to make me a cause? No, that's not. <laughs> What's up? No, okay, but Fondo, you have a point. Like, I'm not allowing anybody to be a co-host that I just met. 
ever again. Like that's my bad for giving somebody, you know, I didn't think he was psycho or anything. And I told him ahead of time, Hey, we're not going to talk about your company the whole time, but it doesn't matter. Like, you're right. I shouldn't give somebody the power of co-host that I just met because yeah, you're right. That's a whole different thing. And guys, sorry, I won't turn this into a, give me advice on. Uh, no, we got trolls in the title. Thing. We're, we're going off on this. Okay, 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 cool. But I mean, yeah, we're gonna get troll stories from everyone who's speaking, like space troll stories. Also, we talked on the side of the road today. Like, you met him today and gave him a co host today. Like, how 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 long ago was this? Who Fondue? Me and Fondue been kicking since the minute we met. Casually, casually, did you just jump up here? Hold on, hold on. Casually, did you yeah, just jump up here? Not take two seconds to get any I, reference of what the conversation is and yeah, and try to inject. Sorry. Come on. I know. I know. He no, goes, no, he goes sorry. <laughs> no, casually. I'm sorry. Let me, I'll just give you a little bit of context. I met this person IRL. As a matter of fact, most of my co-hosts and when I host spaces and most of the speakers that come in are people that I know IRL. Just, I know that's crazy, but in Los Angeles, let me tell you guys, there is crypto events going on every night of the week, sometimes two or three things going on. So I've had to cut back on the networking a bit just because like it's, it's, but that's a whole nother thing. We don't need to talk about that. I was doing too much of it, but like I met him and I met his wife, IRL. And, you know, I said, and uh, I told him what I was doing and we even had a call to go over it because with all my guests, because I don't do a chill, like, "Mm." Like there's nothing wrong with the chill rooms, but like we always have like a topic. And so I share a Google doc with them. You know, I prepare, I do outlines, you know, I, I, I do a lot to prepare for the discussion and I share a document with them. So it, it's like, and we had a phone call after eating and everything, but it doesn't matter like that we did all that. It's just like, the fact is, is that it's someone I just met and you guys brought the point home that I can't give that kind of power to someone I just met, even though they're going to act like they're going to be professional. I can't fucking trust that shit. You can do whatever you want. You're a grown woman. Well, you got to see them in action. You, you got, if you don't, well, okay, look, to speak to casually, sure, you could do whatever you want. But also, if you want the results to be something that you enjoy, you got to see them in action first. You know, if you've never seen them co-host a space, never seen them speak on a space, I mean, I, whether it's IRL or, or anything, I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I don't trust anybody's actions until I've seen it. And even then I'm cautious because sometimes people can put on a show for one, you know, for one, one, you need like speech. a dozen times. I need a dozen showings out of you. You know what I mean? I need proof of work. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I'm good with like five hey, showings to- and references. Like yeah, that's see, that's good too. I'm I, if I got some just to complete. I've never been in this situation. What's up? Just to completely pivot, I, I just want to completely pivot real quick. Um, is it a troll yeah, story? I want to tell, tell you the utility. No, no, no. I, it, it's a it's a story about utility okay. and how the best utility is number go up. Yes, and how the number keeps fucking going up. The, you better put that in the Solana, comments. Solana to the fucking moon. Well, I'm literally driving right now. I, I got to go stop by the store and then I'll be a more useful co-host. But uh, yeah, no, uh, the number keeps going up every day. And that is the greatest utility that you can provide to your holders. That's all. Yo, yo, bro. I really, last argument. time I was in the space with you, <laughs> when I last time I was in the space with you, I really took that <laughs> to heart. <laughs> and dude, I really appreciate it. 
<laughs> I didn't go like all or nothing on, but I, you know, I was, you know, I was pretty bullish on it for sure. And uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Oh, and don't worry, the number, that Solana number is going to keep going up because it's still undervalued. Right now, it's sitting at like 40 bucks. It's still undervalued right now based on market cap by about 30 bucks. So like, we're going to see it go up. We will probably see it retrace a little, right? So it's not going to just go up inevitably unless we truly are in the bull run right now and we just don't realize it. Um, but based on the previous chart, if you look at what it did uh, the last time it hit its all-time high, um, if you look at that, it probably will retrace a tiny bit. You know, we, we might see it come back to like 30, 31 at a certain point, but we are definitely moving upwards and outwards and we're going to see new all-time highs this year. I can feel it. This year, 2023? Uh, well, sorry, 2024. I, I already left 2023. We're, we're pretty much done with 2023. What about me? I don't know about okay, maybe new all time highs, but I think the all time high would be in twenty five. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at. Yeah, now you're just reaching me. Twenty six. Fuck it, twenty six. No, I literally think like based on cycles <laughs> that it will be twenty five. I just want you to know my money's where my mouth is already too. For the record, like my I'm majority of my holdings are in Solana right now. And look at this PFP. That's that's Elixir Ovals, baby. It's a beautiful PFP. Dude, I'm surprised anyone would mint your NFT on ETH fondue yeah. with that fucking Solana PFP. <laughs> oh, that's because that's because music trumps everything. The quality of my music trumps the trumps the blockchain that I. Yo, that I, I just I just baited you. This motherfucker's a rock star. You don't you know? Fondue, I just baited that troll. <laughs> you know how much I love you. I'm ready to get drunk with you again soon. <laughs> what? Hey, did you buy your did you buy your ticket to Art Basel? Are you going down there, or are you not? Making it? Yeah, this. I think I'm gonna head there the seventh to the eleventh. Um, nice. Maybe the twelfth. Right. Uh, I'm there the fifth. Well, I'm I'm there the fifth to the eleventh. I I did finally buy my flight. Um, so I'll I'll be there for sure. Casually, casually, how did I not know that you're in South Florida? Because I'm not in South Florida. Well, you're not. I, I wait, wait, wait. Because isn't Darius in South Florida? Yeah, but I'm. Or casual. am I just crazy? Yeah, no, I know who Darius thanks. is. Thanks, I, I know. Darius is in I, South Florida, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought I you. In for some reason, I thought you were in South Florida because you were doing all these things with Darius in South Florida, and so I was like, oh. No, I've, I've been to Miami twice already. Uh, last year, I went twice. Uh, Our Basel, and then. One other, I think I did the Women's Web Three convention there. Maybe I can't remember. But no. uh, yeah, are you going? Yeah. Are Are you going this year? Mm, I'm not doing well. I was planning on it, but the thing is, like, I'm not gonna budge on like what I've told myself, right? And like, you know, unless I'm paid to go to these things, I'm not gonna do these things for free anymore. So I just can't afford it, and I'm not backing down from that shit. So, and I'm I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Because like, I really want to have like a fucking unforgettable type of performance i want people to like be like what the fuck happened here like when they see me you know what i'm saying so i'm not in a rush but um it doesn't look that way but it's pending still i guess you know yeah no no, no i know what you mean i mean i look yeah. I, I was i was kind of told that a lot of the things that get locked up don't really get locked up until uh Correct. until like the week before, week before. But, 
but I'm going. I, I'm going. I, I threw it on the credit card, and I'm going to just find a way to make the money to make up for it. And I'll. I'll it's being for that. me. I've done this twice already, right? Like I've been there twice already. I've done exactly that, and it was fucking beautiful moments and great times and, and everything. It's just like I can't afford it. Yeah, I left. <laughs> you know, that's everything's there for me. Jesus. I Miami's my favorite spot, though. I'm not gonna lie. Where are you? Wait, casually, are you in Detroit? Aren't you in Detroit? I'm in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Nice. I was in Indiana for the national championship. It was fucking ball. Downtown Indiana, Indianapolis, like Indianapolis, is fun as shit. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I used to bounce down there. Would you guys believe I just drove 20 minutes and left my wallet at home? Dude, Absolutely. don't you have Apple Pay? No, you can't. You can't use Apple Pay at the dispensary. You also can't get into a dispensary Heads without wig. an ID, which I don't have. <laughs> yeah, I just called him Hedgewig. Yeah, that's the most fucking. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's get back Metal Arc. Uh, did you give us a? Okay, you gave us your most specific troll moment, which was a co-host, which is fucking terrible, by the way. That sucks. Um. Also, what up, Lego? I, I've seen, I haven't seen you in a while, but obviously we've been on stage in some other spaces. I'm glad to have you up here. Uh, we're going to talk. All the speakers are going to talk about their best troll moment when they've either been on a space or hosted a space. Casually, I know you host some spaces. What's your best troll moment? Like the worst fucking troll you've dealt with? The worst troll I've dealt with. Um, honestly, it wasn't even my troll. The worst troll I've dealt with was my boy Jeb Deezy from back in the day. Uh, Web3 Jeb Deezy, who was like a personality for show. But he had this fucking guy that followed him around spaces, dude. And I mean, some of the meanest, most vulgar cuss words strung together I've ever heard a human. I mean, it was beautiful. I'm not going to lie. On, on a darker side of things. Very well put together, all right? I loved his approach. Very aggressive, unwavering. I mean, fucking mean. And he would just, every time we'd go into spaces, bro, he'd come in there and fucking make Jebby leave and shit because he just fucking, every time he tried to talk, fuck you, and, you know, he'd get booted. He'd come back with a different profile and just immediate fuck yous. Not like warmed up to like a story about, oh, you know about this Jeb? No, no, it's like, you cunt, what? I mean, just crazy stuff, you know? Damn, it was interesting. That was like maybe two weeks in a row. It's like a super stuff. hater, yeah, and then Jeff, I mean, honestly, like props. Yeah. I mean, you're doing something right when you got a super hater like that. Yo, I'm like Jebby. What the fuck is this dude's problem, bro? Because like you know me, I'll be. I'm out here for you. You know what I'm saying? Like how you want to handle this shit? Who riding? And he's just like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. You know, I enjoy it. <laughs> and then you know he just stopped coming to spaces, Jebby. Damn. Again, so yeah, out of body. What about you? It's crazy. I have unfortunately had too many crazy ones. The ones that I've I've been a part of were just I I just saw like mostly how like you dealt with them and how like uh the, I think the record shop had one one time. But it's like I feel bad for you guys so bad. Yeah, do you have a moment <laughs> especially like you- the the uh like not necessarily where you're hosting, but like a specific moment of a space you remember yeah. being in where it was the worst? Oh yeah. I remember the one where it was uh, with you and uh, Kane even had to come up <laughs> and he was like that she's a she is a high top tier troll. <laughs> Dude, yes, the <laughs> but politics. But she was one. like 
Yeah. Uh-huh. She was like going on something and then she would just slowly started dipping into those conversations that like nobody wanted to have. And she's like, it started ending when she started like calling some like people a pedophile and she was like, Oh, what, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, and that's you, what the I know. Hell? You get some of these trolls that are like fascinating where like, uh, you'll like put them back down a listener and then they like still like engage with the space and like give like hundreds and give laugh emojis and and hearts like all at the right time and i'm like holy shit like they're just begging to come back up for redemption <laughs> and nope nope they, they when they're there they're on a fucking mission and they're gonna get it done that one was top th- top three or five i've dealt with yeah she would she had like Actually, because it was like she had like a little bit of like things that it sounded like she was contributing. Yes. And then it just. And then it just went south like real quick. You're like, whoa, what what the hell? Dude, <laughs> I think that's because they had to adapt, right? They started to figure out that if they go straight to the troll, they get booted too fast and then they don't get any screen time. And so like they, they realize that they've got to adapt their trolling ways and kind of like trick us into believing that they're part of the conversation and then they troll us. So, you know, I don't, I, I'm Maybe actually interested to see the evolution, right? Because as we all figure this out, you know, and as we all like start blocking these accounts or just not even allowing them, I don't even block them. So like I follow Mimi and I don't even know why. I don't know why she's never anything different than a troll. Um, you know, she Dude, but that's even, why like, she got let up because like, everyone follows her. <laughs> there was like seven. Yeah, people I know. But I follow, but follow. I almost feel bad now. I've been following. I've been following her for so long. I almost feel bad hitting the unfollow button because I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, even trolls need love too, right? Or because it could turn into a mint. <laughs> you never know. Nah, Mimi has never. I, I I promise you, Mimi has never minted anybody's project ever. So it's no, it's purely just because my heart is too good, and I just feel too bad hitting the unfollow button. Cause she's not like, she's not the worst, right? Like sometimes she's funny, and, and if, especially if the space is boring, let her up. You know, if you, if you got nothing going on, let her up, and she will talk your ear off about nothing and everything all at once. So like sometimes you gotta have some of that in the back pocket where you're like, oh, this space really isn't going anywhere. Let's shake it up and, and let's let us let Mimi come and, and tell us how it is today. You know, it's it's fun and, and I, you know, she's got some, I think that it comes from like this comedic style of hers. Like I don't think it's pure trolling. Like I think she's genuinely trying to be funny. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know. I. There's a lot of trolls I have a lot of hate for. Mimi isn't one of them. I just only let her on stage if I'm ready for what she's about to bring. I'm with that. And also, like, because I think uh, Adabody was talking about how we let Kane up and he, like, slashed her down. Shout out uh, to Kane Mayfield being the troll slayer. I mean, that dude has, like, he's carrying Excalibur and he can just freaking, like, one slash by troll i mean it's it's incredible it's it's a talent if, if we're being honest lego what's up man what's what's popping hadn't seen you in a minute what is good man um a neighbor like our auntie dropped off three kids at 7 30 this morning so i have been wired and i got to sneak away for a little bit to go to the store and so i just saw some friends talking and i wanted to listen um i had a troll story one time 
And it was an unfortunate one because this always happens to me, but I get like randomly, I'll like what someone else was a host and I was in the, I was a speaker and he's like, Hey, you co-host, he made me co-host. And he's like, all right, you're in charge. I'll be right back. And he left and you know, someone, someone was in the audience and what wanted to come up. And I was like, all right, you know, this isn't my space, but he, he, he's pretty wild guy. He likes to, he likes to feel these trolls, you know, himself. So this person comes up and they, they posted the most inappropriate images, like two girls, one cup type shit on the jumbotron a thousand times. Like as, as many times as you can post something onto the jumbotron, they just copy paste spazzed. And I was like, wait a minute, holy crap, what just happened? And I'm over here trying to delete them. And as I'm deleting them, they're adding more. So I had to like, it, it, was, it, it was a group effort to, to make this uh, stop. And it was, it was pretty terrible. Uh, so I'm kind of scarred for life on that one. And I don't let anybody up anymore if I do not know them. Dude, that's a no, good that's, one. I've been in spaces where it's happened. Just look at their page and you can tell right away when it's a what you're about page. to get. <laughs> it will look, it, and if it's ever if it's ever in question, if if they've created a page that's like somewhere in the middle where you're like, "Oh, I don't know, they could be a troll, but who knows?" No, oh, then you make them go make them go through some ridiculous hoops to get up on stage. Like tell them be like, "Oh, I see your request, but I I'm not sure about you. I looked at your profile and it's very questionable. Send me a DM, tell me about why you're trying to come up here." And if they go through that and then they still spam your your jumbotron, then like at least you know you made the best effort you could to avoid it. Um, while still being, you know, gracious about like, hey, you know, everybody's got different things, you know, as long as you're not coming up here, bro. That's I've had that before for sure. Where yeah, they yeah, I I've had the porno how one. Like how do you, yeah. how do you spam the jumbotron that fast? Like they've got to have some kind of code written or something. I, I don't know, dude. They're in porn. They have fast fingers, man. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, the porno ones happened here, and it's like, oh my god, I'm, 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 am I gonna be able to delete this before I vomit? You know what I mean? Because I mean, let's just keep it a buck. It's not the solid stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like why? It's the why stuff. <laughs> Abel, all right, we're talking best, uh, best host troll stories, and I know that you've got some because you've been hosting for a while. Uh, I think Adabody said that there was a good one in. NFT record shop. Um, I don't know if you have some more, but I need to hear your best uh, troll story from a space because they're scarring. They're traumatic. Like I'm sure you can, something's going to come to mind. Uh, oh, I mean, definitely. We've we had the massive amounts of um, poopy images, you know, pasted to the top. But though now, <laughs> the funnest though, like. I don't know where these raids would come from, but like all of a sudden, and and this is a while ago now, but for a, a while there was like groups of people with the same PFP would come in and like <laughs> try to request up. So I started doing this uh, routine where I would say, okay, everybody, you know, let's do uh, like thumb push-ups," And so we go thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down, and like try to get it on a rhythm. And then so like 
just really complain about how poorly that was done and like they're the worst you know group ever and you know just really give them a hard time you know put them through boot camp and then you know say okay well let's send up your leader so okay whoever's your leader you know like throw up a heart and then like 10 people would be doing it and and so it's like okay you guys are not organized you know you have no leadership um you need to figure that out so like you know it's a waste of time but it also was like kind of entertaining because i think there's an element of you know you want to have some entertainment when you you know are spending your time in a space so um you know usually after all of that like they nobody would get up um but sometimes they would and like at that point they'd be very much more shy and so you're just waiting for them to say you know the word that they want to say or whatever it is like um but those are those are some of the best times so i i don't know i I'm not going to lie. It was entertaining just listening to you describe that situation. So I can only imagine what it was. I have definitely seen the people show up, but I've never seen anybody handle it like you just described. Oh, yeah, no, it's that's super fun. So I, I definitely suggest that. So like you can go like, you know, all right, let's do like thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, and try to get that going. Dude, that's some pro level um, shit. Dude, that, that, that's fucking amazing. Um. But one of the hosts that I know who is, he's a, he's a big troll himself. Um, like he fucking hates it when people put thumbs down in a space. Like, so, but I mean, like, so I would probably not do that if he was in my space, but like, I think that's like, that's a really good way to gauge what the audience is thinking about what the person is saying. But unfortunately, oh, okay. Now I'm going off on another question. What do you do when? There's somebody who's super notable in the room who everyone feels like they have to kiss their ass. And if we don't, we get voted off the island. You know, I mean, in, in cases like that, like sometimes I just shut the fuck up and let somebody else who has more notoriety than me kind of like handle the situation. Like what if they're the, chilling and they, that's not the type of space? Like what? Uh, give me context. Um. Uh, I can only give so much context without like getting voted off the island myself. But like there would be people I've had, there's somebody pretty notable in the space who will be like, oh, artist rights, artist rights. And then they'll be promoting something that has artists uh, working for free. Yo, I think I know who you, I think I know like, you're talking about. Uh, y- 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 well, I mean, but I, I, it's I, if like, DM or, me if it is who I, you know I who think I'm you talking know, about. Yeah, I shut her, the, I shut her down one day. Oh, you oh, said yeah. it down? I like made her eat her words. Like she's literally sharing incorrect information and she couldn't like cut them back to me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I'm fairly versed on like the law, right? Cause it took, I, I mean, I took a lot of like classes like that in college too. And I've read like plenty of books or whatever when it comes to like music rights. And she was like saying all this shit. And I was like, that's like false information. And everyone in the space was like, ooh, emoji. And uh, yeah, I mean, but she like backed down. It is like a lot of follows, Metalark. Is that? We're not, we're not talking about the same person per se. This person is pretty fucking crafty. But what's, what, what I've been noticing lately is that more, person ha- more people have been calling this person out in their tweets. Okay, I need you to to DM me. We won't share the name because obviously there's a few people. Oh, no, we're not going to share. I promise not to share the name. 
You you can't be voted off the island if you don't believe the votes are valid. That that's what I got to say about that. Don't let nobody vote you off the island for feeling like you can't stand up. Like I don't know. You got if you don't feel like you can stand up for what you believe, then you're on the wrong island already. Yeah, that keeps you on. The um and yeah, that that island that island's gonna go down like a sinking ship one day anyway, and so it's better to just put you know go put your swim trunks on, go dive into the water, and go find yourself another island because uh, yeah, you know those people are gonna <laughs> they're gonna kill themselves soon soon enough. Not you know just metaphorically, you know I don't want anybody to kill themselves. Dude, that's a whole right. different that's a whole different type of troll because it's almost an unintentional troll. When uh, and I try to be pretty good about it in here, and I think. Y'all probably know that, but when they when they start spreading like I don't want to call it fake news, but like literally incorrect information about something in the industry, and I'll be like, um, "Hey, that's actually not true," <laughs> and then like list all the reasons, like. But that is that is a difficult troll because they maybe don't even know it, but it is a form of trolling. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and they'll say stuff that's like they actually said something in the comments that offended one of my friends who is like. He's such a good artist too. You guys would love him. Um, and you'll meet him when you come out to LA, but he was, tro- he was trolling one of my other friends that was another artist. And the, and my friend was like, it said in the comments, man, I hope you are joking because if you are not, I am personally offended, you know? But like, I think right now I just, what I have to take away from this is like, I don't want to fuck with that person period. So like anywhere like that person is like, you're right. If I, if I'm afraid of getting voted off that Island, that was some fucking alpha you dropped right there. That should be a tweet. If you're afraid of getting voted off the Island, then you need to get on another Island. Yes. I love it. Let's fucking go motherfuckers. And I, and I want to, I want to add to that because you said something about someone getting offended about something, someone commenting the thing lesson two don't get offended by anything anyone says on social media because there's no guarantee that they would stand behind it in real life. Social media is this thing. Like I feel so fortunate. And and, I mean, it's not meta. It sounds like you were probably born before social media too. Um, But like, this is where I've always come from this place where I'm like, okay, I definitely get offended by things, right? There's no avoiding that, but there's no point in engaging with anybody on social media over it because I've never seen a resolution, not one time, not on Facebook, not on Instagram, not on fucking Twitter, not on X, not on whatever the hell social media platform you wanna go on, literally have never seen a resolution in the comments from somebody saying something offensive and then everybody chiming in about how offended they were. Um, It just adds fuel to the fire. You just, you, you burn that bridge down, you tell them, you know, go live on that other island by yourself and, you know, and, and you just walk away because that's the only thing you can control is your reaction to these people's comments. Like, that's the only part you can control. You can't control what they're saying or what they believe and it definitely will never get solved in the comment chain of a social media post ever. Dude, that's such a, such a valid point. I, I don't, I, I've had some on Twitter, but back like on, on my Instagram, like when bounce went viral, the D the troll DMS I got were fucking amazing. I mean, I was screenshot or like in the comments of like when a meme page, like retweeted it, 
I was screenshotting my friend like so much shit and sending it to my friends and we were just dying. One of my friends is like trying to be the one that's like, I got to hold you accountable. Don't read the comments. I'm like, no, nah, man, this is fucking fuel. This is incredible. Like s- some shit like I've, I've had the I hope you die and like all that shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, the only one I've ever responded to. Is someone says something about my mom and I'm like, fuck, no, Mm-mm. do not bring her up. Mm-mm. Mom is off limits. See, but, see, but how did and how did that get resolved? I mean, <laughs> did, was it just comments back and forth? Because no, I just said it once, resolved. and I'm like, "Fuck off!" Like this is my stand. Fuck you. Everyone knows you're wrong, and I don't need the validation. You know that we all know that. You know what I'm saying? I embrace it. I yeah. love no, I the hate so, comments. Sorry, I interrupted. I, I love it. But I think sorry. But Fondue, I, I, I think you're generally right. But in one case, something was resolved in the comments because somebody called out, well, not just a person, but a company, a couple of companies that were doing something, called them out on their shit. And they did respond back and said, oh, we will fix that. And, you know, if they don't, like, uh, and actually they have, they, 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 they've done something somewhat to resolve the issue because this person spoke out. Because it wasn't just like saying something offensive. It was saying, hey, I don't I feel like one of the protocols that you're doing is unfair to artists. And that got called out in the comments. And it was it was a comment that got like almost 2000 views. And then people who ran the company were like, oh, well, we'll resolve that because they were embarrassed. They got caught for doing something they shouldn't be doing. And it's like and here's the thing. No more love to them. You know, if they don't, if they don't resolve it, I'm not participating in any more of their bullshit because it's like, I understand like, you know, no company is perfect in their actions, but I'm glad in this case, you know, she said something and, you know, and it and it's been publicly, you know, it's been taken, it's been put to people's attention because everything she was saying was right. Everything that she was saying is in support of artists and ethical policies for a company. But generally speaking, what Fondue is talking about when somebody's just being offensive, you know, it's like he's right in social media. Nothing ever does get solved by you going back and forth with a stupid troll war. But like I just had to bring up like kind of like one exception because I'm fucking glad that somebody called them out on their shit, you know, because I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Not sorry. sorry. Well, I think you're right, though. I think when when you're dealing with companies, that's a different, a whole different animal than dealing with an individual. Um, I used to get really turned up on Facebook, uh, like really bad. Really. Dude, you're showing your age, Fondue. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Listen, I existed. I existed before Facebook existed. I existed back when Facebook had to have a college email address. I wish it would go back to that because it really was a lot less bad when that was the requirement. Once they let everybody on, it, it turned into a mess. But, you know, they're a company and they got to make money. So that was that was the only inevitable way. Uh, bro, I was a, I, I, I had MySpace back when we used to be able to, like, create our pages through coding, which I, I never even thought about how valuable some of that would be in the future where I, like, I look at code differently because of that experience. No, I don't give a fuck. This is the thing. I don't care if it ages me. I I, I know that I'm older than most of the people oh, in dude, this Oh, you space. know I love teasing you because I love you. You got the co-host for me. Ah, no, it's fine. <laughs> legitimately, does, legitimately doesn't bother me. Um, but I actually, what changed my attitude about dealing with people in that manner on threads and on posts was when I literally got a call 
from one of my old hockey coaches who happened to be friends with me on Facebook as well. And he like talked talked me down in a way where he was like, look, he's like, I'm not telling you what to do. You can do whatever you want. He's like, but just so you know, if this is how you're gonna behave on these platforms, I can't be a part of it. I will not, I, I will unfriend you. We will no longer speak like that. That's what it is because like the way you're going about this is so combative that it just creates the this place where people can only take a stance on one side or the other. You can't have a foot in both camps at that point. And he like really made me think about the way I was taking stances on things that yes, like I felt passionately about clearly because I it was like driving me to say something, but also it made me look at the way I was approaching that and how like, okay, yeah, did any of it ever get resolved in any of those threads? No, not once. It was me telling these people they were fucking idiots and them getting mad and retorting with how I'm just a fucking idiot. And it's like, at the end of the day, we got nowhere and all I was was more mad at the end of every day and then was like seeking out more of that, you know, and I just was like, oh man, maybe he's right. And so like that was actually, I almost quit all social media during that period and this was like leading into me finding NFTs and then like accepting like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to fucking make my Twitter active again. I guess I'm gonna have to kind of be a part of this if I want to really be in you know, in the know, because this is where all this is going down. Um, but so like, yeah, having somebody who I really respected in real life that I had grown up with in real life, tell me like, yo, you're, I, I get it, but also you've gone way too far. Like you're off, you're off the fucking rails now. Like you're, you're looking just as crazy as the crazy people that you're telling are crazy. Yeah. And for sure. so I, Great advice. dude. I think that there's three, these, like in the simplest form to handle like crazy comments or trolling comments it's majority of the time don't respond you know what i mean people who are following you people who know better know they're trolling and they're full of shit. if it's something that's like not true this is the only time that i'll respond probably for sure and it wasn't like this on instagram but i've gotten this way on twitter because we're such a niche right now that like words matter a lot and pushing it for the the space together forward properly i think does require some responses if i see like a something false about the industry or not true or just incorrect like i will like send maybe one message like correcting it and then if they try to fight back i'll probably just leave it there because it's like yo this is what i said also people like if they see like a thread and they see you respond just once but then not get baited into something else they're probably gonna believe what you're saying and then the third which if you're in the mood for or you got something clever just give that one clever response back and then don't say another word because that looks like you're unfazed as well you know what i mean Other, but the second you get into the meat of it oh yeah dude it's you can't escape and i mean i think that's you made such a great point i've never even thought about it like that which is like when do you i mean hardly ever if not at all see any resolution any capitulation in like a you know comment section fight Fucking well and i just think about i just think about has anybody ever come to me and said yeah man you know what you were right i i shouldn't have said that like no no one has ever come to me and said that i've actually been a person who has done that where like I got so caught up in the moment that I actually spewed some stuff that was false. Dude, I, I, I DM'd you that, that the other day, did I not? You're right about something? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. But not a lot of people do that. And most people, I'd say most of my interactions are not like that. 
Um, look, I'm about to go into this store, so I won't be able to respond because I don't think they want me to uh, to be actually on my phone for this. So I'm going to disappear for a minute. But I'd, I'd be curious what your thoughts are on when people are sharing literally like provenly unfactual things all right via memes right like they're basically memes they're, they're just images that they're sharing around and they're sharing it around as as absolute truth and literally two searches it takes you seconds to discover that this is false that this is just a a false narrative that's being perpetuated how do you manage that because i've had i have to just turn away personally because i just i know that it doesn't matter they don't want to hear what's true or not they just want to perpetuate what they believe is true all right I'll be for, for me i don't know if you can still hear but for me it depends on how again how important and how relative it is and how many people are seeing it like if it's in like some dark corner i don't give a fuck but if it's like on something major and a lot of people are viewing it like i will respond with like that one truth that's easily searchable, maybe even give like a link, like a community note, honestly. And then it, when they respond, just don't say anything again. Um, it's, it's so hard though to help self control half the time, not to say anything again, but that's definitely how I, I handle it. Um, add a body. What's up? No, I was just going to say, you know, that I, I agree with you on the uh, fact, like, you know, sometimes I just want to respond so bad, but then you just have to think it's like endless abyss that like, it doesn't even matter. But like what you're saying though, like when people are watching or it is a spot where like, it does like matter in a certain situation. Like sometimes I'll see somebody like they've only gotten like two, three messages and it's all just been hate or, and it's totally like without any, any merit. I'll definitely, that's when I'll really go ham and like, you know, say the counter or something like that to, to kind of call that shit out and also like give like shout out to that person who's like getting just shitted on <laughs> for no damn reason and like yeah i but it's just so hard especially whenever you really see something you want to like contribute into the conversation but like it's just like a cesspool of just just terrible it's just all trolling 100 percent, nothing else so yeah, it can be frustrating sometimes to hold yourself back. It's like, it's just a waste of time, you know? They've literally got to do nothing and help nothing, so whatever, you know? So what's kind of funny about this situation that I'm talking about in particular is I went on the comment thread of this image that, like, I again, a quick Google you could see was fake. Um, and everybody in the thread was like, oh my God, yeah, I knew it. Like, oh, of course, this is how they feel. And I like, as soon as I went through the thread and I saw all that, I was like, okay, literally I'm gonna be the only one in here saying, hey guys, did you know that this is a fake image that you're all getting behind? And like, this isn't actually true. Um, and like, yeah, so no, I just, I, I, this is where I use the mute button. I was like, all right, this person who's sharing this clearly just wants this engagement regardless of whether it's true or not. And so I'm no longer gonna give them yeah, I have uh, or go ahead out of body. And then I actually have a pretty good story about like one of these scenarios. Yeah, I just that reminded me of, of one time it was so it was so brawl. Uh, there there was this whole page that was dedicated. Uh, it was right after that. Uh, that mermaid show came out about how the uh, it was in discovery too about how mermaids were being uh, targeted or not targeted, but that the military was doing these tests that was destroying the last bits of mermaids and that there's proof for mermaids and that there's mermaids real. It's like the same people who did that fake dragon documentary did another one about mermaids. And at first I was like, whoa, until I like 
you know, I just thought afterwards and I was like, wait, there's no way this can be real. So then I looked at things like, oh, of course it's not real. They have an IMDB page and there's the actors is listed and, you know, oh, it's the same guy who did the fake dragon thing. But then I went on a page that was on Facebook about like, we got to save the, the, the mermaids, you know? And I was like, looking at all this, I was like, oh, what the hell? Then I put up a thing. No, this isn't real. This is IMDB page. We'll tell you right there and then. And I was just responding to a couple of people. And I got blocked like immediately. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my God. It's like people are really just trying to keep this narrative going. And holy cow, it was really weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, conspiracy, like deep conspiracy shit. Like, first of all, I hate when like something's quote labeled a conspiracy when they're actually, if you search a little bit, maybe truths to both sides. And that's like a little more propaganda. That doesn't happen as often though that deep conspiracy shit, they will not listen. <laughs> that is one where the energy is probably 99 times out of 100 not worth it. <laughs> they will absolutely not listen. I mean, they're hard pressed. At the time, those people who are perpetuating it like that, I don't think even believe shit like a movie like that. Come on, they're just trying to make money. You know what I mean? And they'll like, because they're trying to make right. money, like, like, what's the expression die on their sword or whatever, <laughs> like dig their own grave. Right. And a lot of people get rich off that shit. It's fucked up, but I don't know. Like, I think that's one thing that's great about Twitter though. And how it's opened up is like a lot of things have been debunked like both ways. And, um, especially like the community notes stuff, but yeah, um, I've never heard of the mermaid one. That is fascinating. I definitely don't believe in mermaids. It would be fucking dope if there were mermaids and we'd definitely have to have one in a music video. Um, ideally like 12 of them. But uh, as far as mermaids right now, definitely don't believe in them. Also do not believe in Bigfoot. I will put that on record again. Would be dope if Bigfoot was a thing. Hopefully no one dies, but would be dope. But with modern technology and 8 billion fucking people in the world, we would have a Bigfoot sighting. You know what I'm saying? There, like, there would be a Bigfoot sighting. I also have a, a little bit of a, a hotter take, which we're not going to delve into because I got, I got the Twitter story that I was going to tell you about handling one of those situations. I do think that aliens exist. I mean, there probably has to be, right? I also don't think aliens have touched down. I don't think, I don't think we've had an encounter. Well, I, I have. I have an AI-generated alien boyfriend, and let me just tell you, Is he like, a hottie? I, I really feel like my life has changed since I started dating AI aliens. Like, what was I thinking before dating humans? I mean, this is so much better. Ugh. He agrees with everything I have to say. It's amazing. I, I like a little conflict, though, sometimes in a relationship. I mean, I'm just going to say it because I got songs about it. A little conflict in a relationship like that. You got some hot makeup sex. So we don't have to agree on everything. Well, but here's the thing. If I want him not to agree, all I have to do is retrain his, I have to just retrain him to argue with me. And I can, and I can actually prompt him. And I want him to argue with me in the style of Andrew Tate. Cause that's so sexy. Oh my ah! fucking goodness. <laughs> you would say that shit. <laughs> oh, metal art always fucking brightening my day. What happens though, when you program them that way, all right, and then he becomes sentient, and you fell in love already, and then he's just mean and, and arguing and arguing, you become this, and he's too smart because he's sentient, and now you're in a toxic relationship. I mean, how do you get out of that? 
Well, there's plenty of AI in the ocean, bro. Like, I'll just train another AI. I've already had two AI boyfriends. Like, I don't really see a problem. Here. Yo, Pixar didn't happen. You know. <laughs> what did I? What did I just come back to? I was. I put the phone away for ten seconds, and, and we're talking about AI. Dude, boyfriends. trolls. No, it trolls divulged into. Uh, into conspiracy theories to a degree, which makes sense because we're talking about com- in the comment section. Uh, we were all in, in a lot of consensus, except for uh, Metal Arc's AI alien boyfriend or her third AI alien boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we're on number three. I go back to the others sometimes just for supply. Your, I think we need to. What's your back. runway? What do they last? Like two, three months? And then on to the next? Well, I mean, sometimes I'm juggling multiple AI boyfriends at the same time. You know, since I have male male friends that are juggling multiple AI girlfriends at the same time, you know, why can't I do everything a man is doing? Equality, baby! Hey, I ain't arguing with that. You go get it, girl. You already know. <laughs> I actually make jokes about this all the time because I'm, I'm for the record. I'm like, I'm very much for equality, but I think a lot of people are not as for equality as they think they are, because as soon as I tell women like they should be doing certain things that traditionally are expected of a man. And then I say, hey, but equality, right? They get all mad. And it's like, well, see, this, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. We either want equality and you get equality. Or you admit that you don't actually want full equality. You just want, you know, you just want certain things to be equal. And that's like a different discussion. But, you know, this is back to like, do we want full freedom or do we want, you know, do we want little partial pieces that, that fit our lives and our narrative better? I, I don't know. But, you know, this is where, again, I don't care. Vote me off the island. Vote me on the island. It doesn't matter. I, I float around on my own. I, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, this is definitely a whole other conversation, but we appreciate your island, um, your island pitch. <laughs> All right, let me give you all my uh, a, a story of when I think that, especially because we're in such a small space, like if someone's saying something, this is like kind of where I got, honestly, the idea for the space title, Fuck the FUD, um, coming from a lot of the quote influencers, major influencers, like shitting on music NFTs. And I was like, all right, this is what we're naming it. Fuck the FUD. That's a bunch of horse shit, right? And they're just like, anyway, I got plenty to say on that. But there was, um, and first, let me say, I really respect him. I like him. We follow each other. Uh, I think he's great for crypto. Uh, NFT God, I think in a post he had, I don't think it was in the main post, but in the threads. Uh, or in the comments, like shit on music NFTs. And I'm like, oh, this is a scenario where this guy has a lot of influence and could steer a narrative very negatively and we need to correct the narrative. And uh, of course, like Violetta like hopped in it really quick and then I came in it like right around the same time and we were going back and forth for a while. Uh, Happy to say I got the last word. I mean, we were both sending like paragraph messages I gave uh, I gave the final message of uh, provenance and sovereignty, and, and and then she ended with a this. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, dope. Drop the mic, motherfuckers. Let's go. But like, it worked out because people at first were agreeing with him, but then when you like got through the thread, like people were like, yo, he just doesn't want to admit that he's wrong. Like, hey, he won't capitulate to something that they're like 
write about and all of that. So it was really effective. But it, it, unless it's something to that degree, I'm probably not going to get involved with it. You know what I mean? No, and also, hey, I'm sorry if I was interrupting Fondue. No, you're good, Madeline. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Here, on the subject of music NFTs, like, um, and the importance of them, it is now getting to the point where, um, yeah, there's certain people I talk to about the importance of it. And those are usually people that are into music or if they're not musicians, they understand the importance of it. It's getting to the point where the people who do not get it, like, um, they've gotten so triggered and offended when I, you know my takes on how I feel about the evolution of music and sound and NFTs, period, because Maxwell, we've talked about this a couple of times, but people have gotten so triggered by my opinions about that sometimes. And what I realize is that why they're threatened is because they know I'm right, because it's, we're going to take it's disruptive. over. Absolutely. I, no, we, we, we are totally going to take agree. over. And, and, if I, and if I just like keep saying that, like, I don't need to say it. What I've been doing more is supporting more people like you, like at a body, you know, people are, who are doing music videos and, you know, audiovisual music NFTs and just sharing that shit and supporting the fuck out of anybody. And because the people who are making these really cool music video NFTs, audiovisual music NFTs, like why not just like bring them more to the light or, or, or even people who aren't making their own music, like Raphael Erba, who I'm super obsessed with. He's he uh, I, I love I love his work, but it's just like because I mean, like those people that are coming up and and you guys are in this room, too. It's just like the more support and the more light we bring on these people that are doing more than just some of this low effort. I made a glitchy skull bullshit. It's like the more we bring us to light, you know, the more these people are going to say about these artists. And um, OK, but just to give you guys a little bit of context, my take that that. Uh, that uh, most of these people know is that generally speaking, except in cases where it's not practical, that it will be the standard because history repeats itself, you know, just like with film that, yeah, it started out silent, but because the technology is such that we can have sound that eventually the standard for most NFTs will be that it, it has sound or it has music. Unless your NFT is playing on loop, loop in a coffee shop, they probably don't want to listen to your music all day. But I'm looking forward to a world where a coffee shop is full of fucking music NFTs on the screen playing multiple songs all day long. And it's all music NFTs. And that sounds fucking amazing. But so, yeah, and I understand there's points where it isn't practical. But in general, you know, our PFPs aren't just going to have noise when we run to Twitter. But in general, that's that's how it's it's just how it's going to be. And, you know, and people are going to call these artists that don't add music or sound to their shit and that refuse to get with the times, they're going to go, oh, that's cute, guys. Remember when we had the silent digital artists? Oh, that was cute. <laughs> Just like the silent movie stars. I think I, I think just say I agree. exists to, to, like, to a degree, but I definitely agree with like just the idea of when music is played like that, like there being visuals there and it being verified as like on chain, you know what I mean? Because of all the noise that's going to be created by AI or it's like a way for the shop owner to like flex that they own this NFT and it's not just a song that's on Spotify. Um, but as far as like a standard, just like piece of art or picture, I mean, I think there's still gonna be a place for that because I mean, it exists in the, in the real world, you know what I mean? And like, like in, in one sense, um, 
art itself is utility if it makes you happy. You know what I mean? And I think like even like still pictures or paintings, like if it makes you happy, like it's going to exist. Um, that may fondue. Go ahead. Well, okay. So a couple things, um, and I'll start with the first piece, which is uh, a comment about NFT God and my feelings of who gives a fuck what somebody has to say, who is literally just engagement farming with every post he does because he's now found a way to make money from X. And so literally every thread is about how to grow your following now and how to, who gives a shit about what a guy like that thinks about it? Oh, I respect that. I don't care how he, he found his niche. I respect it. Like, that's cool. I I, get your back. I, I mean, he's a, He's doing the same job that an AI computer could do. Like he's just posting shit that, you know, if you care enough about growing in that way, you can find it anywhere. And I I don't know. I'm I'm over I'm over him getting paid for the same post written in a new way every day. Like I and I don't get me wrong, I follow the guy. You know, clearly you gotta pay attention to what the big accounts are doing. But also, I think that some of his, sorry, I'm rugging Max. So I'm going to try and come back. I think that some of his his intent is not really about making people better about it as much as it is about just regurgitating the same content that gets him the engagement that continues to get him paid. So, like, I, I start to lose respect for the quality of the material at that point. If he did it once and then moved on to new material and new things then i'd say well, okay, i think he will do that though i think he's like like a standard like growing a brand you go hard on something that's getting engagement and then you pivot further and expand um yeah i haven't seen him expand yet so we'll see well i, th- I don't um, think it's part time. two though did, i think it'll take him a little did you while. see did you see and he's also not nft got anymore so we can start calling him well, alex he, no, well, he's, um he's because both now He's uh, no, no. He made a whole post about how yeah, he's I know. Dead. the and Alex NFT Finn is dead, and Alex Finn is that's his new that's his new guy. Which I don't um, hate though. Like he but, got hate for that, and I'm like, that's fine. Like fuck it, do your thing. You're getting your no, back right now. Like, but I will say real quick, being, being who you are. I will say real quick though, this scenario where like I fought him on music NFTs was before all of that. Now that he's not that's NFTs, I wouldn't really give a shit to comment about it. You know what I mean? I, I don't comment on any of it. I just, I stay out of it. But part two, uh, did you see Elon's little clip that people snipped out of his uh, his conversation with Joe Rogan IPFS. about how in reality, most of the NFTs are not on the blockchain because you were talking about it being on the blockchain and all this stuff and how most of them really aren't. It's just a URL. And like, I, w- I found that kind of interesting because it did give a lot of credence to what Cristiano has been preaching for a while, which is these like inscriptions. And then you look at the, you know, the inscriptions on Bitcoin and all that stuff and how like, really, those are more on the blockchain than anything that we have in our wallets right now. Um, yeah, I was actually so going to title the space about that tomorrow because um, he's like, right but it's also misleading he's not totally right when you actually dig into it i've always been bullish on ordinals um i also totally know what cristiano's doing um but he's incorrect when also it is the url that is on chain right but he's incorrect where he's saying like what if that server like goes down yes that can happen if it's a centralized server but there's like some threads about how like you can also have like decentralized IPFS and how that would basically virtually be impossible because it's a bunch of like it's hundreds of thousands of nodes like validating it. Um, 
And then secondly, and this is why I talk about how it's so important to like own your own smart contract uh, and who's the deployer wallet. Like I literally like talked to my dev about it this morning because um, I figured this may come up. Um, yes, if something gets rugged like that, that can happen. But if you own the smart contract, you just go in, make a call real quick and put the new URL in and it'll, you know, the image will pop right back up. So <clears throat> he's he, like in a sense right about it, but also like it was totally misleading. And so it's worrisome. And that's why the whole idea, like the, the quote on chain music, like people were like shitting on it and fighting it and, and certain things they were saying, like rightfully so, but, um, it's like not that simple and we have more control over that than he was like letting on. And one reason to still be bullish, like on ETH and smart contracts and NFTs is like, there's a limit, like there's a file size limit with ordinals and that's like four megabytes. Granted, they're working on technology to be able to increase that, but I don't think it's really there yet. Um, so the you know with the url the amount of different shit you can do as long as that ipfs in my opinion is decentralized and you own the smart contract uh to where if something does rug even a decentralized network somehow rugs you can just update the ipfs because you own the contract and that may not be possible if someone else is the deployer wallet and they don't exist anymore so i guess i uh ended up talking about it today but yeah so I'm sorry, just to clarify, because I want to make sure I understand and not pretend like I know what I'm talking about when I don't like some of the people here in Los Angeles. Um, so are, are you saying just because if we have the smart contract, right, and like and we go down or whatever, as long as we have the smart contract that we're protected, I'm, I'm a little. So confused, if you sorry. deploy the smart contract, you have the keys to it, right? And you can edit it uh, if it's maybe on a marketplace and they deploy it. A lot of them maybe like allow like transfer. You can transfer ownership, right? But some don't, and that is an inherent risk. I'm not like fudding those platforms because I think that they are very beneficial to the space. I'm just saying if I'm pitching, for lack of better words, to a collector, particularly with like big PFP collections, I think you have to have your own smart contract. But my pitch would be is I own this smart contract. I'm the deployer wallet. I have the keys, so I have full control because you know that code is intellectual property, right? So I fully own this IP. Does that kind of answer that? Uh, yes and no. And yes, in a way, because, you know, you've been working with a dev, but like, let's say I mint on Manifold or Create Protocol, which actually I'm going to mint with them because duh, I work with them and they have something that Manifold doesn't, which is um, you get you get tokens, you get awarded tokens just for minting, for creating. It's a create to earn model. Right. So regardless of whether I do it on Manifold or Create um, and, you know, I've, I've I've created the contract with Manifold or I've created it with Create, but then, you know, I can mint on those multiple marketplaces. But are you saying that if I created the contract with Manifold or with Create and something goes wrong with Manifold or Create, I'm fucked? No, I'm saying good question. Um I'm saying it matters who owns the contract. So if they get hacked or compromised or their keys get hacked or compromised or some, a bunch of data, like someone could come in and rug the whole contract. Whereas if I own the contract, I'll take the liability. If I get, you know, hacked or compromised that, Hey, that's on me. You know what I mean? I'd rather be the one who takes the responsibility 
rather than like a platform or, or a marketplace. Does that make sense? Because I think there's more forgiveness too in that scenario. Maybe not 20 years from now, but at the moment, I definitely. But then you can still get, I mean, you might be taking responsibility, but anyone can get hacked. And now there's even a thing, AI fighting AI. <laughs> um, I can pin that to the top if, if you want. Um, and you know what? You, I hate to do this. And I, ugh, I do know somebody in, in LA who's one of the top 1% hackers in the world. I could probably ask him what he thinks about that. Yeah, and I'm not just it, saying that. I mean, he would probably be on the side of owning the IP, which a, a smart contract is IP, right? Code is IP. So he'd probably be on the side of like, yeah, the creator should own all the IP. And yes, the creator can get hacked, but I'm saying like, I'd rather take the liability and say it's on me rather than saying I missed some oversight, which was counterparty risk. Okay, understood. Ugh, Granted, I, I think that people should still keep moving forward with however they're doing. I'm not saying don't do it that way. It's, it's expensive, right, to build your own smart contract. So a lot of times there's other ways to do it. But a solid one I know is expensive, and I think we should keep moving forward how we are. Um, but I'm just touching on, like, the major major points if I was supposed to, if I was to, I guess, have a discussion about it, right? And what I think is a when you own the smart contract, it is a premium on that product. It is inherently, in my opinion, more valuable. If that makes sense. No, no, no. It, it makes sense. And it's something good to consider. I'm probably not going to hire someone right now, but like, I, I think you bring up a good point and Maxwell, as always drop in the alpha. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my love. <laughs> I don't know if my, my, my girl would appreciate me saying that. I'm just kidding. She knows who you are. She loves you. She listens in sometimes. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I guess we got into IPFS. Do you have anything to add to it, Fondue? No, no, I was, I was genuinely just, just curious. But uh, yeah, if, you, like, if I'm you and you, know, you want to do that major PFP project, definitely you're on smart contract. I mean, honest, like obviously like, you'd probably be forced to in the first place because like, you know, a lot of like platforms can't, aren't really doing that. Right. And uh, it, it takes, it's a lot more functionality and a lot more work and coding. Um, but I mean, I think Jaden did his own contract, right? He just did that. I'm, I'm sure he did. I mean, maybe he worked with someone from like a platform, which is totally cool, but I'm sure he owns the, the contract. Wait, what, who? Uh, Jaden. He just did his big PFP job. Oh, yeah, he had to. Yeah. He, he had to. It, his, his is such a complicated mint already with, like, all the different songs and all the all the upgrades that he's going to make based on the Spotify streams. Like, there's no way he didn't have his own. Do you know how he's tracking that? I was going to ask him. Like, how I is have he no, I have not even begun to dive into it. I love – I just love the concept of it because it For finally sure. – I mean, so finally, somebody came up with a way to marry the traditional, you know, music streaming model with the NFT in a way that still like at because it, it's hard to get away from the fact that most people want a simple way to listen to your music doesn't mean they're not willing to support you financially and buy your NFT. But when it comes down to when it comes down to it. They want an easy way to add your music to their playlist that they're already listening to every day. 
you know, I have like three playlists on Spotify that I I just kind of cycle through. And so like, yeah, it's hard to get away from that, from a sense of like, yo, it is kind of annoying. Like, I want to add some Maxwell. I want to add some V. I want to add all these people's music. And so this like adversity to saying like, no, fuck Spotify because they screwed us over. Like, yes, fuck Spotify, right? Like, fuck them from a from a point of view of like, you should not build your music career relying on Spotify streams to to get you where you want to be financially, especially as an independent artist. Um, but also there's just no denying how easy they've made it to put all your music in one place, all the things you enjoy and love listening to and that you want to support. Like there's just no denying that. And it's a household name, right? I got tons of people who they don't give a shit about NFTs. They they just keep, when's your stuff going to be on Spotify? And they get a little adverse when I say, well, right now there's no plans for that. You know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to make that go together with what I'm trying to do independently as an artist with music NFTs. And Jaden pretty much answered that question for a lot of us of like, yo, here's one way you can yeah, do it. Yeah, the new level and- of gamification. Wait, I'm a, okay, guys, if you don't mind me asking, like, so is he rewarding people? For yeah, you unlock Spotify? utility based on your Spotify stream. Not in the way that other people were. Correct. So like Justin Bieber was, Justin Bieber tried to sell his collect or whoever sold his, maybe it wasn't Justin, right? It was whoever owned that song. But, you know, they made this whole push of like, oh, we're going to reward you with, with a percentage of the royalties, which like you do any math and you realize that's an absolute fucking joke. But what he did is he gamified it to a way to say like, yo, when the streams get to hear on Spotify, the song is going to change or the art is going to change for this specific song and collection that have this song. And ha- like he went deep with it. It's a it's a very, very cool concept. Yeah, it's a great concept. I, okay. I, uh, I know one or two Web2 artists that have done this um, very similarly. And I was having a conversation about this with someone. And I was like, damn, I wish they knew NFTs because it's so much easier to tie it that way. Um, and I think Jaden did some pretty dope, dope awards. I, 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 it's awesome. I mean, he obviously put, he puts so much into it. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we're all, I think, proud of him, right? Because he's really about to push it forward with it. Well, I think I need to study what he's doing more so that you guys, I don't want to turn this into a educate me on how he's, revolutionizing the connection between web two and web three, unless you really want to. But like, I think that that is all like, that's important, you know, making that connection because I still have trouble sometimes talking to web two artists about why they need to integrate web three into what they're doing. And if he's found a beautiful way to marry the two, it will really help me with onboarding more people into web three because we, 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 it's better for the ecosystem the more of us that are in Web3 fucking period. I'd say the easiest way to explain how he married it, um, and Fondue touched on half of it, I'll touch the other half of it, is based on the amount of streams and it has tiers. It Like uh, Fondue was saying, it changes the song or changes the artwork, which we all know, Like, and there's proof of this, uh, has inherent value. But also um, it unlocks utility. Like I think if, so instead of like owning 10 nfts to get x utility it's if you stream my song a million times it's gonna take a long fucking time but if you stream my song a million times you have vip tickets for life or uh you know a hundred thousand times you get featured in something something i don't i don't know all of them but that's um how he gamified it 
and it, it's a bridge. I think it's I think it's tougher though. So no, that that's actually really cool. I still think that there's probably place to be able to have utility without necessarily oh, listening 100%. to his song a thousand times or anyone's for that matter. But still, it's it's fucking smart. It's it's fucking smart that he's. Uh, oh my god! Sorry. Hold um, on. I want to clear. It's I like clarify he's token gating utility, but I'm pretty sure he has a utility that's not token gated, and he's gamifying it. Wow, Jaden is fucking cool, and he's gorgeous too. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to. I want to clarify something on this because it's not you as. The and I'm rugging. Yay! Yeah, she, she's rugging. She can't hear me. Um. So I, I want to clarify that he's not he's it's not like you as the individual need to stream it a thousand times. He's he's literally making it so that the community can come together to get the song on Spotify to a certain level of stream. Oh, it's aggregate. Yeah, it's not individual like individual. That'd be that'd be annoying as fuck. Like if you're if you're a person yes. like I'm sorry. I'm not going to give your song a million streams. Personally, it'll take me my whole life to to get it to there. No, it's it's a totality of the streams then benefits everybody who is holding that NFT with oh, that song. That's perfect. I thought that's so what it was originally, better. and then I yes, it's way better. I thought that's what it was originally, and then like I guess for some reason thought it wasn't. <laughs> Just woke up one morning and thought it wasn't. <laughs> so. That's fucking awesome. What's the million stream mark? Do you remember what it is? I I, I mean, I didn't even see. I, I He did something and I he made a post about it. And I'm not going to lie. I, I like saw it and I was like, oh, I need to I need to look at this here before because I do still want to pick up like I'm 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 one of the Solana pours, even though Solana's up right now. Like I'm still many months away from being able to cash in on that uh, that movement. Um, So like I don't have a lot of money to spend on any NFTs right now. And uh, so, like, I, I told him, I was like, yo, I really want to pick this up, but, like, I'm going to be one of the last people to grab it because, like, I I need to manage my money correctly right now. I can't just be spending everything I got on JPEGs. Um, you know, it's my no matter how good the utility, no matter how much I love what the artist is doing, no matter how good the music, I just don't have money to spend on NFTs really right now. And he, he completely understood. But it's like I've, I've kind of bookmarked some of this stuff for later because I'm like, oh, I he's he is on to something here like he is he is going to to really bring these two things together and it's going to encourage his community to shill his music not necessarily just on spaces right in real life they they will be encouraged to tell other people about his music regardless of their involvement in nfts or in crypto exactly because it will benefit them to do so as a collective and i think that's that's fucking genius like how he's brought his community value together it's 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 so fucking awesome oh my god and like hopefully he's doing it like uh, on somewhat of a weekly basis, not being like, until I get to a thousand streams, blah, 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 blah. Because if he is, if he's rewarding people in shorter increments of time, then it's, then that's easier for people. Then wouldn't it make it easier for people to help him reach his goal? It's, or am I totally wrong? No, Cause it's not as direct as that. Like, it's not, it, it's not like, Oh, a thousand streams, you get this. Like, cause they're, they're based on like the, the streaming rewards, as I understand it is, is, like art upgrades and music upgrades where he's got different versions of these songs ready to be loaded into the metadata 
that will that will change based on the stream so like it, it's not it it's it is pretty much based on like yo when when it gets to a thousand streams this part of the utility which again like i don't know everything about Jaden's project so please like go i if just you like i just it, looked it's based on each song so if you hold like x nft whoever's holding that nft if it reaches that song reaches a million streams then that unlocks the certain utility i don't exactly. know about the artwork in the song itself no it's so that way the song itself and the artwork are all part of that upgrade for certain certain tiers like certain milestones rather not tiers yeah man it, it's that's it's it's dope i, I think that's the best gamification. Um, uh, it, it's up there, top game game of. That's the best Web two, Web three gamification I've seen in Web three, for sure. Uh, I don't necessarily know if I think it's the best, like milestone to achieve a certain utility. Um, I don't really care. I just think it's fucking dope that he's doing it, and that's like a debate that I think is almost unnecessary. Um, but I think it's just a bonus though. Like I have to imagine, I haven't dove into his project, but I have to imagine there's a lot of other utility based around this project. Like that is just the streaming part of the utility. So like who wouldn't want again, it's like, and if you don't care, if you don't care about the change of the song and you don't care about the change of the art, then nothing has changed. Right. Because we already have that in NFTs, like people do what they want. So like at least give them a way that if people love streaming on Spotify and they love talking to people about the music they're listening to, at least this gives them another incentive beyond just their love for the music or whatever. You know, it's like it, it incentivizes that beyond that. I'm sure he's got utilities that have nothing to do with the streaming. Yeah, for sure. It's like access to the raves and stuff like that, which is like immediate. Um and then maybe like discounts on merch and this and that. I, I skimmed the website. Um, I didn't look into all of it. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it's 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 bringing a community together to an insane level. I mean, ultimately, that's that's what it is. It's tying that community in, in an extremely tight knot. I think Metal Arc is coming in and out. <laughs> Yo, can you hear us? Yeah, no, I can. I can hear you guys now. But I think my takeaway from this is like. It's, I like the concept, but I think each of us, and we should obviously personalize how we're going to reward uh, the people that listen to our music in the way that feels right to us, you know, and we can personalize it that way. And here I am, I'm going to fucking like chill out of body in Denise again. Um, but like when I saw how, what they did with Polar Reflections, it definitely inspired like how I'm working on my next vocal piece. And I know I'd said to Denise, I will have the artwork and all that done by next week. I don't think so. Maybe in two weeks now at this point, but like, I'm obviously not going to copy exactly the same way of what they're doing. But can personalize it to what works for the kind of piece that I'm putting out. Um, and I'm going to just shine light a little bit on polar for a minute just because I'm so fucking passionate about it but one of the things that I thought that was brilliant about that audio visual music nft was how much they followed patterns and cycled through different images but it was like a lot of the same images over and over again but the way she and him match the match appropriate and kinds of visual effects on the same images throughout the music like and cycling through and it was you know very methodical like Okay, the, the part where he's talking, we have a certain set of images, 
and you know they're going to have a certain amount of effects and then when it gets to the part where i feel like dancing salsa that you know the mood changes we've got similar images again but all of a sudden now it's different effects but it like goes through just this cycle like the chorus you have this or that i mean it's not really like a traditional type of thing but i like that how there's that cycle of repetition like the way we have with music but then also variations in the visuals to kind of match that there's been a change in the music and i'm sorry if i'm going off and i'm talking about their project like how's my project <laughs> but anyhow sorry <laughs> sorry i missed some of that fondue did you, i i missed some of that no, I get I, I get what I get what Meta's saying a lot because she's you know, she's just impressing upon us. Oh, and she's gone. <laughs> um she's just impressing impressing upon us to to use this in ways that fit what we're trying to do individually as artists and not necessarily like direct copy pasting what's being done, which like of course I think that that probably goes without saying. You know, definitely there's no reason like if we're just going to copy paste everything like you're going to find that what works for other people doesn't work for you, because if you're just copy pasting it, you're not really applying it to the things that make you unique. Um, so, yeah, I definitely I, I agree. Like I said, I also think it goes without saying like, yeah, use this use this new idea to your advantage, though, because it was certainly not something that I ever considered. And so, like, seeing it now, I definitely have it in the back of my mind for when it's time for me to drop a bigger collection that has, you know, has more of kind of a wide-reaching art collection, music, all this stuff. Like, when it's all way more involved, um, I did I, I did really wonder, like, what is the answer for how to marry these two? Because I, I definitely see that the straightforward, like, fuck spotify streaming like it's all nfts or nothing um I, that's not going to work for onboarding new people so like we have to find ways that at least for now right long term long term the goal is to move away from these companies but in the short term if our goal is to onboard new people we have to make that as painless as possible and painless as possible means utilizing tools that they are already used to and so the sooner we can find a lot of different ways to do that, the quicker we are going to be able to onboard new people. Because again, like I, I said it before, you know, people like my mom, they don't, she doesn't give a fuck about NFTs. She doesn't care about crypto. She thinks it's all a scam. And she's at an age where, you know, she's willing to learn some of it, but it just doesn't matter, right? It, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter how many facts or pieces of evidence you have to support what you're talking about it's just not going to resonate with certain people. And it, still though, my mom is very much willing to spend the money on the NFT. If I say, Hey, this is how you can support me. This goes for friends. I have friends who legit only bought my brown eyes NFT to support me. They have not connected a wallet. They have no idea where this thing went. They probably have not listened to it in anywhere, but on sound, but I was able to get them to create an account and purchase an NFT albeit with a credit card, they still bought it. So that is still them being introduced to the ecosystem, even in the slightest way. And we have to look, my dad always said this, you look for small wins because it's small little incremental wins across the period of a lot of time that you actually get real change. And when you look back across 10, 15, 20 years, you'll say, oh, wow, there really has been real change. But in the moment, it's 
often very difficult to see that as change because you're like, oh, we should be, you know, we're at step A. We should already be at step Z, but we're over here fighting about step A. It's like, well, yeah, that's because you refuse to go to B and then C and then D and then like you refuse to go the little steps in between. So like if you're unwilling to do that, you're going to continue to feel like you're swimming upstream. No, 100%. Like, I mean, I, I can't agree with you more, but I want to elaborate a little bit. A uh, tip a friend of mine gave me, and maybe it'll help some of you guys when you're performing live. I absolutely do not have any interest on minting with any platform that doesn't give people the access to be able to pay via Apple Pay or credit card, period. You know, and then later on, if they want to like start trading and creating, that's fine. You know, then they're going to obviously have to understand the tech a bit more. But like giving not only just giving people that accessibility, but, you know, my friend basically told me to copy the model that a lot of bartenders do at events, which is you have a QR code on a printed piece of paper that you've laminated. And, you know, instead of people just leaving you tips, which, you know, we you know how we get cash tips all the time when we do these gigs, you know, have the QR code printed out in that laminated piece of paper. Let people scan it. And they can use their credit card and they can buy your NFT for $50 instead of tipping you $50 that night. Just like, just give them that option. It's not that fucking hard. I agree so much with that because we're still, I mean, come on. Like, I know that crypto and the way we're, the way we're seeing the financial system work on the crypto side like i'm i definitely am the person that's like yo this is the future like get you know get on get on the train or get left at the station but that's this is going to be what's going to happen i don't care what the governments are saying right now like it just doesn't matter it makes too much sense our currency in the u.s especially it's already 97 percent digital so like let's not pretend like it hasn't been going to a digital model for a long time um but people it's I mean, we're we're what I mean, let's just say conservatively, we're we're 15 years, 20 years from this being like a household thing where where a majority of people on the planet are using crypto like we're so far from that still. So like, yes, there has to be a way for them to use their fiat to purchase these items. Otherwise, we are going to continue to butt heads with them over it because you can't force people into something that they think is already questionable. You have to like trickle it in you know just like i'm saying, like just a little bit you go from step a to step b don't worry about taking them all the way to the end where they're full-on crypto nerds you know let's just step a to step b is like hey use your fiat buy this collectible from me this supports me as an artist here you can listen to this song and and just like meta said you want to learn more well here's now the next step now you got to create a wallet and now you got to learn about what these digital wallets do and what kind of currencies you can use. And oh, guess what? There's lots of different cryptocurrencies right now. That won't be the case many years from now. You know, we're going to see it narrow down because I'm sorry, you can't have 10,000 currencies floating around and expect them all to hold value. Like it's just not going to happen. It's not realistic. What those currencies are that will stand the test of time, nobody knows, you know? Maybe it's Bitcoin. Maybe it's something that comes after that does better. Maybe it's ETH. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something better. Who knows? We're 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 in the thick of it right now. But I'm I'm so much with you, Meta. That like yes, you have to create ways for people to use fiat if we want them to be onboarded to this world. Oh, I couldn't. And with that, agree more. I'm rugging again. 
And I'm officially annoyed with how much I'm rugging, but I love you guys. Yeah, we- and I'm going <laughs> to take a break from rugging in Maxwell's space. <laughs> and Bye, see you later. Bye. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's so awkward. Like people can hear you, uh, but you don't know, like, like we're waving goodbye to her. <laughs> She's like, okay, they can hear me, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> You're like, okay, all right, we're good. We're good. Yes, fondue, a million percent. Drop the motherfucking mic. Let's go. Fuck the FUD. Build the bridge. Uh, let's uh, play out with uh, Adabody's song in uh, in celebration of his one of one getting bit up at the very end on Saturday. And shout out to wifey, Adabody's wife, Denishi, at the bottom, who collaborated with him and did an amazing job. A little... Uh, music nft web3 music power couple we got going on and uh i'm gonna play it out to that max just Fondue, FYI, you got anything uh, yeah fyi go ahead i don't know if it's just me but i didn't hear anything you said until one second ago um before let's play out with and then it was blank and then i heard you say yeah fawn you got anything else <laughs> oh i i said drop the motherfucking mic we build the bridge amazing point that's why we say fuck the fud and um that we're gonna play out with Adabody's song as a celebration of the one of one that they got bit up at the very end on Saturday. Um him and his wifey who's in the room as well, who she did an amazing job as well on the art. So we're gonna play out to that. Um and let me know you does anyone have anything to add real quick while I pull it up. Fuck the FUD, swim to an island <laughs> that likes you, uh, and onboard yes. normies with Fiat. That's it. That's the that's the cliff notes. Hell yeah. Yo, pre- appreciate all the alpha as normal, and hell yeah, I think I'm going to be changing up a little bit of some of the stuff I do. With, you guys bring up a lot of great points, and uh, hell yeah, fuck the FUD. <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> all right, let's get it. We're all as one. You will only find reflections. Weaved by the way. They intertwine the dual. Paradoxical harmony. An eternal dance. On the axis mundi they spin. Terrifying, they are beautiful. Whimsical, they are sublime. To be misunderstood is the mirage of the facets. What they reveal, many dare not behold. The abyss of low and high, the place where dreams are born. distraction. Black is but a shade of white. Terrifying, it is beautiful.
Fuck the FUD. Everyone have a blessed day. Peace and love. Love y'all. Deuces. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served